Welcome to the 104th installment of Ear to the Ground, the Land Stewardship Project's audio podcast on family farming, sustainable agriculture, local food systems, and local democracy. I'm Brian DeVore of the Land Stewardship Project. Brad and Shelley Schrant have extensive farming backgrounds. Both of them grew up on farms and have worked as hired hands over the years. So why, when the 30-something couple was considering making dairy farming a full-time career, did they take the Land Stewardship Project's Farm Beginnings training course? Well, as they explain it, farming has become more financially risky in recent years, what with volatile commodity prices and the expenses associated with establishing and running a viable dairy operation. The Schrantz also felt that despite their farming DNA, there wasn't a whole lot of information out there on how to launch an agricultural enterprise from the ground up, especially an enterprise that focuses on alternative production systems, such as managed rotational grazing. Being an employee on a bigger operation is one thing. Running your own farm business is quite another. So during the winter of 2005-2006, the Schrantz took the Farm Beginnings course, which is taught by established farmers and other agricultural professionals from the community. The course emphasizes goal setting, financial planning, business plan creation, alternative marketing, and innovative production techniques. Shelley and Brad then went on to launch their own grass-based organic dairy operation. Over the years, they've built their herd up to 70 cows and have quit their town job. They own and rent land near the southeast Minnesota community of St. Charles and are using facilities and land owned by Shelley's parents. It turns out the business planning training that the Schrantz received in Farm Beginnings came in even more handy than they thought it would. When their herd became officially certified organic in 2010, they discovered the slow economy was scaring organic processes away from offering new contracts to farmers. That meant they had to sell their organic milk into the conventional market, which pays considerably less. Brad and Shelley faced a few stressful months as they wrestled with the fact that their cash flow was much lower than planned. They even considered getting out of farming at one point. But they eventually found an organic buyer and are now on their way to reducing the farm's debt load. They've supplemented their farm beginnings training by enrolling in the Minnesota Farm Business Manager Program, which is helping them monitor and manage their cash flow, among other things. I recently visited the Schrantz and their two young daughters, Grace and Callie. We talked about how farm beginnings helped them and why they chose organic production over conventional dairying. We were talking a little bit about both of you guys grew up on farms, on dairy farms actually, and then when you, you had done a couple other things uh, since high school, but then when you decided to go back into farming, you took farm beginnings. And I was curious, why did you think as farm kids and, and people, you, would, you just weren't farm kids, you had worked on other farms too. You had a lot of experience. Why did you feel you needed to take a course like farm beginnings? We had tried to... Uh pursue other uh, farming on our own and uh, didn't have the best response from lenders and, and decided we'd uh, try a different approach. really felt like Farm Beginnings was a good training course for anyone who's trying to start a business of any kind, not just in agriculture, as far as uh, business plans and uh, and whole farm planning. You had talked about your biz- developing a business plan, and that really helped when you went to get uh, to talk to lenders, it sounds like. Well, it just it really helped to have a an organized uh, plan uh, that had a more of a professional look and uh, uh, quite a bit of thought put into it. And uh, I, I felt like we were taken a little more seriously once we had uh, would uh, put in the time on a business plan and uh, and talked with a, a farm business management instructor about well, what you know what are typical numbers for a, a dairy operation and and how that looks cash in cash out those kind of things and. Uh, it was a big help. Shelly, can you talk a little bit about you guys, then you, you got started farming, and you 
decided to transition. You you started you decided to start out grazing, and then you looked into transitioning into organic. And you weren't. Um, you said maybe you were a little more hesitant uh, of a believer in such an alternative route. Yeah, I just had some concerns about animal health and whether the organic system, whether we'd be able to keep the cattle healthy like I felt was important. And over the last couple of years that we've been organic, I've just been amazed by the the health of the cattle and that there's so many, there are so many organic options out there for treatments of various diseases or disorders or whatever you want to say. And they've just been, this herd of cows is healthier now than they've definitely ever been. And really believe in the organic system. It sounds like also you had, uh, you guys had both milked on bigger conventional farms and had kind of seen that it could be a little bit of a, a treadmill where you're endlessly chasing that production uh, goals. And that was something that you guys were trying to uh, get away from in your own operation. Yeah, that's true. Um, I've, I've worked on five and 600 cow dairies where uh, cows aren't bred on natural heats. And um, uh, we use a lot of a lot of drugs to keep everybody going. It, it, I just wanted to get away from that. I, I felt like that wasn't really achieving anything. It, as that there just had to be a better way. And I, since we've transitioned to organic and and been organic, I I feel like it can be done, and it's been working well for us. You guys transitioned uh, into organic. I think in 2010 is when you first had your milk available as organic. And one of the things you said that was maybe a little bit of a a negative surprise was because prices had been flat and even going down, all of a sudden you discovered maybe there wasn't the market for the organics. That must have been a really tough period for you right there. Yeah, it was. Uh, I remember we had a lot of discussions about whether we were even going to survive and how you know how sad it would be if we if we got to that point, got to being certified and then lost lost the farm because we couldn't find an organic market and yeah it was unexpected but it it just took a little more patience we had to wait just a couple more months and then it it all worked out and couldn't have worked out better it seems like in this area you seem to be pretty fortunate that there's other uh dairy farmers in the area that you can look to as mentors talk a little bit about how important that's been to have that to kind of lean on a little bit yeah that's been that's been huge for us um when we applied for livestock loan we mentored with Dale and Carmen Pangrak at Lewiston, and uh, th- they've been a big help in uh, animal treatments, in uh, crop production, even just uh, what you know when when money's tight. You know what what are your highest priorities? You know what do you what do you buy? What do you not buy? And what can you do without? And and just you know all around grazing, obviously, because we didn't have well, grazing yes. background, so. No. They were a tremendous resource. <laughs> a right. lot of the there were a few other grazing farms around too yeah, that what, really helped. What what species to plant? You know, paddock sizes, um, how many days, rest periods. You know, all that kind of stuff. And how much do I graze off? How much do I leave? And you know, they were they were a big help. Do you guys have you ever thought about where you want to be in, be at in five years? But some of your goals that way. We probably won't grow a lot. We we uh, can't feed a lot more cows than we have right now. We may grow a little bit, but uh, just focusing on improving crops or reproduction. We we like to see a few more pounds of milk out of the cows. I think everybody would at least you know a little bit. Um, but to optimize you know everything that way. Down the road, we we'd like to build a parlor, a, a lower cost parlor, so we can milk cows more efficiently and and uh, 
spend more time with the kids and, and do other things because we, we do spend a lot of time milking cows right now, or she does mostly. <laughs> but um, we feel like we're on a pretty good path to, you know, getting some debt reduction. And yeah, I was going to say that's, that's yeah. a big thing the next five years is to get rid of some debt too. <laughs> For more information on Farm Beginnings, see www.farmbeginnings.org. There you will find information on upcoming classes, as well as a profile of Brad and Shelley Schrant. If you have comments or suggestions about this podcast, contact Brian DeVore at bdevore at landstewardshipproject.org, or you can call 612-722-6377. Thanks to Laura Morgandale, Western Minnesota musician, for Ear to the Ground's theme music. And a special thank you to all of Land Stewardship Project's members who make initiatives such as this podcast possible. If you're not a member, visit landstewardshipproject.org to learn how you can support LSP. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 